Hello and welcome to the Friday West Beach Challengers podcast. And today I'm going to come in and talk to you about a book that I was listening to the author um, discuss with another podcast host. And it is a book called Tranquility by Tuesday. And it's basically lots of kind of life hacks, if you like, about how you can be using the resource of your precious time so much better to feel like you are actually making some inroads to those goals you've set yourself, to actually feel like you've got a bit more of a handle on your life, that your days are filled with more meaningful tasks and you don't just feel like you are constantly in a bit of a whirlwind, spinning like a million plates without actually feeling like you get any closure or achieve anything or make any movement in the direction that you, of travel that you want to go in because that is so frustrating and it's so easy for us to get like really really busy really bogged down and stuck in a operating system that's not really working for us anymore and I know for loads of you the deep love stuff that uh, we went through in the workshop with Debbie Edwards has really been resonating and hopefully you're starting to embed some of that practice but I thought these were really nice rules basically there's nine of them and I do like rules um, to some degree and the good news is for you guys I think some of these things you may be doing already so I'm going to take them one by one the first rule is about sleep and I really cannot stress how important it is to be getting ample sleep and I know that when you are really busy at work and if you're juggling sort of parenthood as well it can feel like that time after the kids maybe possibly have gone to bed uh, that you get in the evenings is really sacred and you want to enjoy it and it's you time but that is going to be at the detriment of your sleep because you won't be going to sleep then maybe until kind of like 11 or 11 30 and then you're still up super early to kind of get everything into your day that you need to and you're not doing yourself any favors your life will be enhanced by you being a better rested person so the first rule is to give yourself a bedtime. So if you haven't done this before, and sometimes you go to bed at like 10, and sometimes it's midnight, and sometimes it's nine, I want you to actually just decide on a bedtime and have a go for maybe one, two weeks of actually consistently hitting your bedtime. And as much as possible, there might be a bit more leeway at the weekend, but I want you to sort of within an hour, set yourself a bedtime and make sure that you're hitting it with all of those um rules if you like that we discussed on the sleep podcast being implemented as well so electronic devices being charged out of bedrooms you having a at least an hour prior to you going to sleep for turning off devices and stop engaging with your telephone and ideally screens in general, giving yourself a much better wind down time to ask yourself very honestly is the thing that you are watching or listening or reading, is it helping you to switch off or is it sending your mind into kind of thought and action mode? So really starting to think about how you can wind your mind down so you're going to fall into much more restful restorative sleep the next thing i really liked i'll just probably take the rules by like which one's my favorite first and i'll run out of steam by the end and i'll be like and that's the end um was that three times a week is a habit and this really 
um, resonated with me because I know you guys know that more isn't always more. And just knowing that doing something three times a week is enough and it's enough to help you create a new habit and a, an identity shift. So being somebody who exercises three times a week is enough to be identifying as somebody who is an exerciser. And sometimes when we start these lifestyle changes, we feel like it's going to involve so much more than a commitment of three times a week. We're thinking, right, we need to run on that day and then we need to go to the gym on this day and then we need to do you know, so many strength training sessions and so many hit sessions. And actually knowing that three times a week is a habit it is enough for you to be voting three times a week for being the type of person you want to be is really nice. And I just love the fact that it really does reinforce the fact that you do not need to be perfect. It's not this all or nothing. It's just this shift. It's you making decisions at least three times a week that nudge you towards being the type of person you want to be and creating that kind of identity shift for yourself. The next one I really liked, and obviously I liked this one, is to really plan movement in, well, make sure that it occurs in the first half of your day. So do make sure that you have done something physical with your body in the first half of the day, because it doesn't really matter what that thing is, but you will be better at work. You will be showing up as a better parent. You will just have a better day if you're able to get out. Obviously, you guys know that I'm always banging on about trying to get out as early as you possibly can, trying to get some sunlight into your eyeballs, some sunshine onto your skin. It's definitely getting trickier now the weather's changing. But again, it means that it's even more important for you to be getting that in into the first half of your day. So whatever that movement is, make sure that there's some little token in there towards moving your body. Because again, when you do that, you know that you are highly likely to treat your body better. You're highly likely to feed it better if you've inserted some movement into the first half of your day. So really, really liked that one too. The next one was, I thought this was really lovely and I hadn't really thought about it before, but she talks about how each week you should plan to have one small adventure and one big adventure. And again, when we're just going in the hamster wheel of life, it's probably very common that we just have a set routine of things that we do week on, week out. We're not really making any new memories. So if you think back to when you were little and experiencing lots of new things, you've probably got like loads of memories and time probably didn't feel like it was going as quickly as it does now you're older. And that's often because we're just repeating the same week after week and one year might feel very much like the next year. And we might remember big things like birthdays or holidays, but we're not really having to lay down any new memories because we're not doing anything new or novel or interesting. And this notion of thinking about something that's a big adventure, and that might be that you go and, I don't know, check out that museum you've been thinking about doing, or that you go and try like a hot yoga class, or you, I don't know, go and have... I'm just trying to think of new and different things I've been doing recently, like a new exercise class or a facial or whatever it is. You just plan yourself in a bit of a new adventure. So that might be your bigger 
adventure and then your smaller adventure might be could be as small as I'm going to just going to go get coffee from a different cafe or I'm going to walk a little bit further or I'm going to take a different route on my lunchtime walk so just again just a really small adventure but something to break up the monotony of your week or your day this next one I think is absolutely genius and it's the idea that you should do the effortful before you do the effortless and this is you know you get those moments where you get a choice and we don't I know lots of us because obviously I check in with many of you we don't get loads of discretionary time so we don't feel like we have much time to do the things that we really want to do and maybe that is to do more reading maybe it's that we wish we were doing a bit of writing or journaling or Um, I can't, I'm trying to think of other things that you might do, but say we took the example of you wanted to be someone who was doing more reading, but you find you have no discretionary time and it always is the thing that is, you know, not attempted. And every day you're like, oh, I still didn't get a chance. I've got no time to, to read. So what you would do next time you find yourself reaching for your phone, instead of flicking straight onto Instagram or going onto Facebook or like checking your emails, you do the effortful leisure task first, and that is the reading. So you would flick into your phone and maybe go to your ebook and do three or four minutes of reading, but you have to do the effortful task before you allow yourself to do the effortless leisure task. And that would just be sitting there looking at your phone. Or it might be that you're trying to learn a language. So your effortful leisure task is maybe going onto your Duolingo app and actually completing your Duolingo for the day. And your effortless task is just sitting in front of Netflix. So you have to put the effort full before the effortless. And hopefully then you'll just start to find that you have a better use of your discretionary time because so many of us think that we don't have any discretionary time but you do if you honestly hand on heart had to think about all of the times that you just mindlessly flick into social media and instead you made yourself do the the thing you still want to do it's still like a leisure activity but the thing you don't think you have time for and you just commit to doing that first and then you can do the effortless and you might find that you're enjoying the effortful task so much more that you don't even then go for the effortless thing and it might even be that I don't know before you sit and watch the family movie you play a board game and that's the effortful thing but you might then have a bit more conversation you might have a bit more fun and then you can always go to the effortless task of all just sort of slopping in front of the television but again just thinking about doing the effortful thing before the effortless I thought that was fantastic Um, I'm having a little look to see if there were any other ones that I particularly liked. There is something she talks about and it's about planning and when do you do your planning? And here she talks about really trying to think through your following week, but to think about this when you're in Friday mode. So this is great because today's Friday. So rather than thinking about it on Sunday night when you're probably already feeling a bit of that kind of like Monday dread, actually trying to plan tasks and that might even mean like making some appointments for things and like nothing's open because it's a Sunday Um, and actually you'd much prefer to just be maybe slobbing in front of the uh, a movie with the family on a Sunday night and actually the idea of planning isn't very appealing or you leave it to Monday and 
by the time you actually then get going with your week, you're going to probably feel like you're in Tuesday or Wednesday, and then it feels like the weekend's coming around again. So it's the idea of actually setting yourself like a bit of a plan on a Friday. And I think this is a really nice thing, and I'm certainly going to try and implement it. And when you are... Um, doing your planning to split it into categories. So to think about what is the thing that you plan to do that is going to kind of help progress career things that might be like a work-based task. Is there something that you want to do personally? So something for yourself and is there something you want to do for your sort of relationship side or for your family side? So kind of to split it into those three categories of kind of career, kind of family or personal, and then self, and then just having a, a plan about how you're going to meet that need, if you like, or that that thing that you're trying to work towards for the next week. And I think it will make so much difference if you do set aside a little bit of time to do that planning before Monday comes around. And also hopefully what you'll find is you can then switch off a bit more on the weekend because you're not thinking, oh God, what am I gonna be doing next week? Because no, you have a plan. So you can just relax and trust the you of Friday that they had the best intentions for the you of Monday. And quite interestingly, she does talk about how you don't have to over plan for your future self. And I thought this was quite funny. She was like, you know, you don't need to do everything for the you on Monday. You just need to like set a bit of a direction of travel. Like the you on Monday is still going to be capable of making decisions in the moment and, you know, doing all sorts of things. Because I think we can be, particularly those of us who like to be quite all or nothing, think that we need to sort of militarily plan out every single moment of our week when actually just having that idea of the direction of travel for those kind of three elements of your life is enough and then just trust the, yourself of the future that they will be able to make those other decisions just online and as they happen. So not to get over the top about it either. Let me have a little look and see if there was anything else that I particularly like. I think the last one, I mean, there were other ones like making sure that you batch up the little things. If you've got lots of little jobs, making sure that they kind of stay off the schedule and that you kind of try and put those unimportant tasks together as much as possible. Creating, she talks about like having a backup slot. So have a re really resilient schedule where if life doesn't go to plan that you have this backup slot that you can use. And obviously, as I'm reading that, I'm thinking, OK, maybe that's a good idea. If you well, hopefully you are someone who's planning in when you're training and you've got this minimum commitment of three training sessions a week to be like, oh, actually, and if it failed or if it doesn't go to plan or if I have to knock off that Wednesday, I can see that there's a bit of a window of time on Sunday or whenever it is, but actually just to have that little bit of flexibility because flexibility when it comes to making sure that you are doing the actions that you want to do is going to be key. Because if your plan is so rigid, the minute things may be like life happens, everything's gonna go out the window. And for lots of us, we can probably still think back to half term. And I know for loads of you, it was like, ah, like nothing is routine and everything goes out the window. And actually for you guys, it was that you needed to practice that skill of having more flexibility and less rigidity so you could adapt and make sure that you were still able to, you know, nudge towards your goals and still kind of create a pattern of movement and nourishment and training that made you feel good. Um, and then the very last one, which I will leave you on because it's Friday, is take one night 
for you. So every week, have one evening that is just for you. I mean, I can't say I do this, but I was quite intrigued by it. Um, So maybe get curious, like if you were to do that, if you were to take one night a week and it was just going to be for you, what would it involve? And just have a little bit of a think about, would it be, I don't know, starting a new hobby? Do you feel like there's maybe that bit of your life where you would like something new to be existing? Is it that it would be kind of like a TV free night and you would perhaps read that evening or I don't know, start a book club. Who knows what it would be? Maybe it's an evening where you take some more care and attention over your cooking or, you know, have a new recipe that you always uh, create once a week. And that's kind of the thing that you do for yourself if it's what you enjoy, but really thinking about what would that look like and what would it be? But I really enjoyed listening um, to this author speak about her book. And I just thought, yeah, my definite take homes are give yourself a bedtime. Just go with it. You will not regret it. Really, really liked the movement, obviously. Liked the idea of planning because I do think planning is key. That idea of imperfect action three times a week being enough to be a habit is fantastic. And probably the one I'm going to think about the most is that effortful before effortless. Because if in any discretionary leisure time, you just always go for what is effortless, you're never, particularly if you're super, super busy, going to find time to do leisure activities that do involve a bit more effort. And actually thinking about pleasurable leisure activities, that could even be your workout. Because I know lots of you, once you actually do them, really enjoy them. So it might be, yes, I want to scroll on my phone but actually the effortful leisure activity that I know my future self would thank me for doing is that little 10 minute strength video and then I will enjoy even more the effortless leisure time. So on that note it won't surprise you that I've obviously ended with suggesting that your um, effortful leisure task should be exercise or could be. Um, You could choose that if you so wish. But thank you for listening and happy weekends. I'm trying to think if there's any kind of announcements for you all. There are some yoga dates and Pilates dates that I'm going to share with you. I will also be sharing the Debbie Edwards workshop. Just need to kind of convert it into a form that I can um, share with you guys. And I'll post it up in our closed little group. And if you've been listening to this and you do not work with me yet, very excitingly, and I will be speaking about this more, I am going to be opening up even more one-to-one personalized coaching spaces. So if you are someone who's listening and you've never really engaged before because you maybe you don't like the idea of group coaching and you feel like perhaps you need a different approach to lifestyle change, you need a little bit more attention about how we can bespoke it to make sure that this change is going to be meaningful, that you are going to get the results that you want, which to be honest, I think for most of the women I work with, you want to find this feeling of autonomy, this feeling that you can control um, your actions and get the results you want, which is to be living in a body that feels amazing, that feels fit, that feels healthy, that feels nourished, to feel like you've got this healthy relationship with food, to feel like you've got a healthier relationship with your body. And for some people that might take a little bit more tweaking, it might take a little bit more time. 
it might mean that we have to build things much slower. So if it sounds, if that sounds like something you might be interested in, I do have capacity to take on a couple more um, personalized one-to-one clients at the moment. So do reach out, do send me a message and perhaps we can um, have a chat and see if we would be a good fit and if I can help take you on that journey, which would obviously be my biggest pleasure because that is what I have realized I am here on the planet to do, which is basically get you to fall in love with the process of looking after yourself better. All right, guys, take care. Bye.